Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Tonight, we thank you, Lord, for great blessings. We thank you for the additions. We thank you for increase. We thank you, Lord, that you are moving us forward. Tonight, Lord, we ask that you speak to us. We pray, Lord, that you give us of your spirit, the great teacher, to teach us. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands together for the Lord, and you may be seated. Wonderful. Okay. Well, last week, I, um, I began sharing with you from one of Bishop's books, Alos, another of the same kind, another of the same kind. And um, today we want to continue sharing from that book. How many of you have a copy of that book, either electronic or hard copy? How many of you had, have, how many of you have a copy of the book? You have electronic copy. Let me see those who have electronic copy of the book. And let me see those who have hard copies of the book. Hard copies. I want everyone to get a copy. It's a very small book. It's a very good book. And it's full of powerful information, powerful anointed words that I believe is going to bless us. I believe that if we will have the humility and the openness, have the open heart to receive this message, the message of our loss. It will move us forward. It will surge us ahead in life. Amen. Amen. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. It will surge us ahead in life. Now, last week, we began the introduction of this topic and we said alos is a Greek word. Alos is a Greek word that means another of the same kind. Another of the same kind. So the other name of the book is another of the same kind. Alos. You can choose to call the message alos or another of the same kind. And we give another word which means another of a different kind, which is heteros, or heteros, another of a different kind. And we began sharing that the basis of God's creation and for its existence, continual existence, is based on the principle of alos. And last week, as we began, we were learning that if we will apply this principle, the principle of alos, to become another of the same kind, another of the same kind, it will move us forward in life. Hallelujah. Individually, it can move us forward in life. Amen. Amen. 
So I want us to read one of our foundational scriptures that we read last week in Genesis. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 11. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 11. It says, And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass. Are you with me? Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. Amen. Amen. Whose seed, it says, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. Now, why seeds? Why seed? Why do we need seeds? Why do we need seeds? See, God created the seeds so that we can continue to have another of the same kind. So that we can regenerate the same kind. If God plants this, he wants the same kind to come up again, to be repeatedly. So the same kind will also have its seed. And when you plant, you will get the same thing. Nothing different. Do you understand? And then the next verse says, And the earth brought forth grass and herb, yielding seeds after his kind. Seeds after his kind. And the tree yielding fruit, whose seeds was in itself. Do you see? God is ensuring that whatever he creates, he makes sure that there's a seed in itself that can be regenerated. He says, and God saw that it was good. God saw that this thing is good. Look, when God says something is good, you have to take it. Whether you agree or you don't, whether you understand or you don't. But by the grace of God, I believe you understand. (laughs) God saw that it was good. God saw that it was good that you can reproduce the same thing. So if you see something wrong with aloes, if you see something wrong with copying, then I don't know who you are. God sees that copying, reproducing, bringing forth another of the same kind is good. But you have a problem with that. Then something is wrong with you. The next verse, it says, And the evening and the morning were the third day. And God said, Let there be light in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night, and so on and so forth. Keep going. Verse 16. Verse 16. And God made two great lights. Verse 17. And God set in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light. And These are, you see, so these things that are going to be just one, that are going to rotate, you realize that God did not place any seed in them. Do you understand? You realize that these things, these elements, God did not place seeds in them. That the moon will give birth to another moon. Or the sun will give birth to another sun. Do you understand? 
Verse 20, and God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly, and so on and so on, fowl, that, and God created great whales, and every living creature that moved, which the waters brought forth abundantly, after their kind. After their kind. And every winged fowl, after his kind. And God saw that, It was good. The things that have potential to die, God does not want them to be extinguished. God wants it to be reproduced after its kind, and he saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let the fowl multiply in the earth. So, God blessed this concept, this concept of copying, this concept of allows. God saw that it was good and he blessed it. Do you understand? So, God blessed the process of allows, the process of bringing forth after your kind. And the evening and the morning were the fate day. And the Lord said, let the earth bring forth the living creatures after his kind. Cattle and creeping things and beasts of the earth after his kind. And it was so. So you realize that now God was in the mood of making everything after his kind. Because he saw that this thing, it is good. Do you see? So this thing, it is good. And God made the beast of the earth after his kind, and the cattle after his kind, and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind, and God saw that it was good. And God said, you see, now God is done with the creation of the plants, the vegetation, the animals, the fishes, the whales, the animals in the sea, and so on and so forth. God is done with that creation, all of them after his kind. And then God said, Let us make man. Let us make man in our image. After our likeness. Because I have realized that making things after their kind is good. So if we are going to make man, that we are going to make them dominion over all these things, then let us make them after our kind. Making things after another kind, God saw that it is good. And he has put a stamp on it, a stamp of blessings. So he says, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every, okay, (laughs) and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, in his own image. Looking at himself, he says, this likeness is good. Let me create man also after my image. Reproduce my kind. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So God blessed the process of alos. God blessed the process of reproducing after your kind, bringing forth another copy, another 
form of the same kind, God saw that it is good. God saw that it is good. Hallelujah. See, that is why, you see, he had a blessing. That is why in life you realize that whenever you are copying something, it is so easy. (laughs) There are few things that you should not copy. Do you understand? But when you are copying from someone, it is very easy. Because there's a blessing upon that process of copying. Do you understand? It is it, it, it's, it's a process that is pre-blessed. Do you understand? It is pre-blessed. That means that it is blessed already. If it is copying, you are going to copy and then you flow. If you are into copying, then you will just flow. Because it is a pre-blessed. He says, and God saw that it was good. And God blessed it. Amen. It's like pre-cooked meals. Have you not realized? Pre-cooked meals, they are very easy. You see, you may be someone who does not know any type of cooking. You don't know how to cook. And then some friends call and they say they are coming over. Suddenly, suddenly, you can become an expert in the cooking of lasagna. (laughs) Meanwhile, you don't know the ingredients. What they put in, what they do, but it is pre-blessed, pre-cooked. Do you understand? So within a few minutes, within a few minutes, someone who has never cooked before, Someone who has never, you don't even know the ingredients that go in within minutes, you have cooked lasagna. Do you know what is lasagna? I don't know if they have pre cooked kinky. I'm trying to use something that you know. Of course, they have pre cooked kinky. <laughs> they are all pre cooked, you see. That is why you like it. It's pre cooked. So pre-cooked meals, pre-cooked kenke, pre-cooked sauce with the kenke, the pepper is pre-cooked. You don't even know how to make it, but you can organize it. It's pre-blessed. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's pre- so imagine how you would have gone to the store. To look for the ingredients that is used to make lasagna. To find the ingredients and buy the ingredients and then come home. And then start to put it together. And that will be your first time. So by the time you finish, you realize that it didn't come out well. It's not edible. You realize that it's not the same as the one you tasted from your first house. And then you have to throw it out and then try again. Do you see? And then try again. And perhaps that one, the second time, it will come a little close because you will change how much of the cheese you will add. There's cheese in it, isn't that so? <laughs> and then the second one may be a little close, and then you, but it's not the same as the one you tasted. And then you have to dump it. And then try again, and try again, and try again, until you have one that is perfect. 
Whereas, you could have gone for the pre-cooked meal. Do you understand? So the friends that are coming, they are not going to starve because of pre-cooked meal. Pre-cooked, pre-blessed. <laughs> Amen. So alos is a good thing. Alos is a pre-blessed process that God has given us for us to do well in life. So it's a great principle. And God said, it is good. Amen. It is good. Hallelujah. So last week, we talked so much about alos, and we looked at, last week, we looked at chapter one, and we talked about why alos is good. Isn't that so? Wonderful. And we say, it is good, it's a good thing because it is a humble thing. We said it is a good thing because no one can boast except the Lord who created all things. It is a good thing because it is possible to have many great gifts and not just one. Can you imagine? We can have many great gifts and not just one because of Alos. It is a good thing because the blessings of God are going to be passed on to another generation. Another generation will inherit the blessing of God. Amen. Not only will there be one great man of God for this generation, but there will be another of the same kind for the next generation. And then he says, not only will there be one great singer, but many of the same kind. Everywhere those gifted voices are needed to help the anointing flow, there will be an alos. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. So alos is a very powerful thing. Today I want us to look at some of the principles of alos. Principles of alos. The first principle that we learn here says, when you become an alos, you discover the truth that there is nothing new under the sun. When you discover an alos, you will realize that there is nothing new you will come to this fact, this truth, that there is nothing new under the sun. Ecclesiastes chapter 1. And let's read from verse 8. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 and verse 8. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 and verse 8. Amen. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 and verse 8. It says, All things are full of labor, man cannot alter it. The eye is not satisfied with seeing, nor the ear filled with hearing. He says, our eyes are not satisfied. It is us that make us feel that there is something new on earth because our eyes are not satisfied with seeing. We always feel that there is something new that we can see. We always feel that there must be something to see on the other side. Do you see? It is our eyes that are not satisfied with seeing. The prodigal son, he was not satisfied with what he was seeing in his house. And he felt that there is something out there that I must see. There is something out there that I must see. Many husbands feel that there is something out there in another woman that I must feel. But I tell you that you feel it and they are all the same. All the same. 
Sometimes you just give it a matter of time and then you realize that they become the same. Do you understand? They are all the same. They start off some form, but they are all the same eventually. So, you see, if your eyes are not satisfied with seeing, you would think that because, you see, you will see mm, this one that the blouse is covering, there must be something inside that I have to see. And then you realize by the principles of our laws, you come to the truth that there is nothing new under the sun. There is nothing new under the sun. You see, it is our eyes that are not satisfied. And then he says, our ear also, not the ear filled with hearing. That means the ear is never full of hearing. The ear feels that there is still something to hear. Something to hear. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? And so this kind of feeling and this kind of our nature makes us feel that there is always something new on earth. The next verse says, the thing that had been, the thing that had been, it is that which shall be. And that which is done, the thing that is done, it is that which shall be done. And that there is no new thing under the sun. There is no new thing under the sun. That which is, he said, the thing that had been, the thing that has been, it is the same thing which shall be. What has happened in the past is the same thing that shall happen again. Do you understand? I'm not sure about these hairstyles that you have these days. But I can guarantee you that they have been already before. You are hiding your hairstyles. Yeah. Do you understand? This was in Egypt many years ago. I've been a style. It was in Egypt. Do you understand? So you think you are coming up with something. You say, the thing that had been, it is that which shall be. And that which is done, it is that which shall be done. That means what you are doing today also, it shall be done again. And that there is no new thing under the sun. There is no new thing here on earth. There is no new thing. I believe if we can accept this concept, we will do very well in life. And life will be very easy for us. That there is no new thing under the sun. And then verse 10, it says, Is there anything, is there anything Whereof it may be said. See, this is new. You see, so you will discover something. And then you say, bro, bro, look, this is new. They say there's no new thing. Look at this. This is new. It had been done already of old time. It had been already of old time. Which was before us. I mean, before you were born, it was done. I don't know if iPad was... <laughs> There before us. You think you have iPhone what? What is the latest one? 
We were not there, but perhaps there was iPhone X Plus. <laughs> perhaps that's what Moses was using. <laughs> Moses tablet. <laughs> you think of your tablet. Moses had tablets. You say, I have tablets. I have the latest tablet. Moses had tablets. Which you drop, it will also break. Drop your tablet right now. It will break. There is no new thing under the sun. And you better believe the Bible. Amen. So based on this scripture, if you are wise, you can have a lot of advantage in life. So many advantages you will have in life. If you are wise to accept this scripture. Whatever you are doing, whatever you embark on doing, you can easily predict how that thing is going to be by looking at someone who has done that thing before. You can easily predict. Do you understand? Whether it is raising a child. You are raising a child. You can easily predict by looking at some of the problems that people have when they are raising children. And you can predict... Uh, before I have my child, I can predict what I'm going to go through. Do you understand? You can predict what you are going to encounter. And you, 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 you just can do so by looking at others. Just looking at others who have done it before or who are doing it. And then you realize that the reason why some people tend to find it easier... They, they tend to negotiate it and then find it easier is because they have looked at how others have done it and then they do it that way also. You see? Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah, by just looking at how people have done it. And you see, I see this one, they did this way and it ended this way. So I'm going to follow the same path and then you can predict where it's going to end. Hallelujah. You see, if, if you and I are driving, right? We are going to a certain place. And I take a lead. We are going to the same place. We are driving different cars. And I take a lead. And I'm going. And you are also coming to come through the same path that I'm going. And as I'm driving, I am driving, I'm going and going on a highway. And then I make a turn. And as soon as I make a turn, there is a policeman. I'm driving at top speed. And I make a turn and there's a policeman. What do you think will happen to me? Besides pulling over. When you see the policeman, what will happen to your heart? Immediately you say, today is today. They have caught me. <laughs> you see, you will confess before even the policeman will bring you the light. And then you stop, you, you try to, you, if you are not careful, you even stop in the middle of the highway. Do you see? And then you slow down, slow down and just by the grace of God, you will be able to escape. You know, and then he realized that you were giving him some respect. But you didn't see it in the corner. That is why you were going like that. If you saw it, you wouldn't have gone like that. 
So if I pick up the phone and I call you as you are setting off, and I say, listen, when you get to exit 15, there's, as soon as you make the turn, you make that corner, there's a policeman hiding under the bridge. And I give you that information. Don't you think if you are wise, you can learn something from my experience? And if he's wise and he's driving, as he's approaching the, the corner, what would he do? Would his heart be panicking? Oh, he'll be relaxing and slowly cruising and driving his car 64 instead of 65 miles an hour or 60 miles an hour and cruising gently as if he's not in any rush. And then when he passes, he'll look at the policeman and then smile. You see? And then you pass. And then when you pass, you look in your driving mirror laughing at him. All relaxed the palpitations that I had, you will not have. The sudden almost stop that I had, you will not have. Why? Because of my experience, because you are learning from what I have gone through, and I pass it on to you, so you now have an upper hand. Isn't that so? Yeah. It gives you an advantage. But you can also choose to say, I do my own driving and I do my own style. Or even if I call you, you may decide not to even pick up. And for the lack of that information, you will go through the same problem that I went through. Isn't that so? Yeah. So that is learning or copying from someone's experience. Do you see? And that is, what, that is why a lot of people like driving with a GPS. You see? Because it is based on people's experience of how to get to this place. And they have used that experience and based on that, they have built that into a system that when you are now driving, you are relaxed. As you are going, you are top speed. It tells you that in two miles, exit right. You see, so you are relaxed. And then you are, you are enjoying the drive even. And then in, in, in half a mile, there's a policeman ahead. It tells you that, isn't that so? Is it police reported ahead? Who reported it? People who passed the place, they have given sign that there's a policeman there. So you, res- you save yourself from palpitation. You save yourself from sudden breaks. You save yourself from... And your driving is smooth. Isn't that so? Yeah. Alos. Alos is a good thing. That is why... That is why... If you are a student... And you are going to take a class... And then you, take in a, you register for the class... And then you know that this is the professor... Then you begin to look for another person who has taken the professor's class before. Isn't that so? You, what do you want? Pass questions from the professor. Do you see? And especially you know that this professor, his questions are always the same. So you take, you take, you, you look for who has taken that class before. 
Isn't that so? You see, that is a loss. But you see, you don't like a loss. <laughs> it's a blessed process. Why do you look for it? Because now you have an advantage. You don't study useless material. You don't waste your time experimenting chapters. As for this professor, I know what is coming. So you are in his class and he's telling, he's talking and giving examples and giving this and you are not listening. But once he mentions something, then you are awake. You take your pen and your paper. This is coming because of what you know from another of the same kind who went through his class. You see? So alone, it surges you forward. You don't waste time studying useless material. And that class, when the exam is coming, you are relaxed. No anxiety. Your heart is relaxed. You are not worried. You go to bed and you sleep peacefully. And you have more time to study other things. So it puts you ahead of others who do not have past questions from that professor. You, it puts you ahead of others who do not have another of the same kind to follow. Do you understand? So, Allah is a wonderful thing. It's a pre-blessed process. Pre-blessed process. To copy. Do you understand? To copy. It will take you so long to do a particular hairstyle. So long. Try it, and then you tie it, and then as you tie it, by the time you get to the elevator, it came down again. You see? And then you are wondering, how did that sister tie her own? But if you will be humble and come to that sister and say, sister, this hairstyle, I tried it. It didn't work. How do you do yours? It will save you time. Do you understand? <laughs> what do you need? <laughs> Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Allah is a wonderful thing. Allah is a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful, blessed process that God has given us. Amen. When you are going for interview, you are going for an interview at the workplace, you are looking for someone who has gone for the interview before. Why? Why? You want tips. The kinds of questions that they ask. And you, a person like that, who knows someone who has gone for the interview before, who has given you the kinds of questions they ask, or you know someone who works there, who has given you certain tips about the person who is going to interview you. He said, when you go, ask the person, when they, any conversation they start, just bring in and talk about twins because she has twins. You see, whatever they tell you, anything they ask you about the mission of the company, they ask you about, you know, what is our vision? Do you know? What is, are you a team player? Are you this? You bring it and back to twins. The moment you start talking about twins. You see? So when you go for the interview, and there are other candidates that are there, and they are shaking, you are, you are relaxed. <laughs> because... Because you are following an alos. 
you know another of the same kind who went to this person for interview who mentioned twins and got the job so you can predict what your end is going to be isn't that so amen Alos is a wonderful thing. It's a blessed process. Number two, it says, becoming an Alos is advantageous because you are becoming something that is already successful and working. Becoming an Alos is advantageous because you are becoming something that is already successful and it's working. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I say, a is a powerful blessing that God has given us. The Bible says God looked at it. God saw it and he says, it is good. This thing, it is good. Amen. It is good. Hallelujah. You see, it says, you are free from the disadvantage of experimentation. You are free from years of wasting time as you discover principles that have worked over and over again. Amen. You get advantage. People spend time to experiment things. You know, we don't have all of our lives to experiment. You don't have all of your life to try things. You know, you are already 26 or 28 or 30 years and you are getting married and then you are going to use another 15 years of your life experimenting things before you start enjoying your marriage. No. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? So you see, if you are doing anything, you are doing anything, someone has used his life, 15 years of his life's experience working on something. He tried it. It didn't work. And then he put it out. And then he tried another one. It didn't work. And he says, next year I'll try this form. And then the following year he tries it. At the end of the year he realized it didn't work. And then he tries it again for 15 years until finally he realized that this is the right way to do it. This is the best way to do it. So if you are an alos and you are wise, it says becoming an alos is advantageous because you are becoming something that is already successful. It is successful and it's working. So it took someone 15 years of experience to finally get to know how to do the right thing. And so when you come on the scene, on day one, day one on a job, you are copying from someone's 15 years of experience, day one on a job, you have 15 years of experience. On day one of the job. So the people, they're looking at you and they say, you say you have not done this before. You say, no. This is my first day on a job. Ah! How? They don't understand. Because you have targeted someone who has used his life 15 years of his life to experiment, experiment, and has come up with the way to do it. 
Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You have someone who is, they do their, um, what a thing that they use at Costco to lift their um, forklift. There's a, <laughs> there's a brother who went to apply for a job. He went to apply for a job. And the, the job was to drive a forklift. And they asked him, do you know how to do this? He said, oh yes, the brother needed a job desperately. And they said, do you know how to drive this? He said, yes. He said, it's not like a car. He said, oh, I know. I have done this many years, several times. So they gave him, they said, okay, you see this pile of, just move all of them to this place. And then they gave him the key to the thing. So he drove the thing, he pushed the thing underneath, and everything came over him. Everything fell over him. You see? But someone can say, before I get on a job, I'm going to study someone who has done this thing for 15 years. I'm going to look at how this person does it. So the first day, you go on a job, they say, have you done this before? You say, no, but I can do it. And then they give you that. They say, try it, let's see. And then you go, you lift it up. You push it. He said, ah, you look like you have done this before. He says, no, but you look like someone with a 15 years of experience. You look like someone with 15 years of experience. You see, Allah, it surges you forward. And so, instead of you now practicing and learning and doing it and doing it and practicing and say, oh, this thing, if you lift it and it tilts like this, it falls. Someone did that for 15 years before they realized that the thing, you should not take a height beyond this. You should not take this. If you lift it, don't go too high. If you lift it and you are coming this side, you should move this way. You see, someone has done it over the years until 15 years. He knows that this is a perfect way to do it. And so if you now, who has this 15 years of experience on day one, the next 15 years, you are going to have 30 years of experience. 30 years of experience. Why would they not move you forward? Why would they, why would they not move you forward be among the people that you start the job with? Why would they not move you forward? Because of a loss. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Oh, it's a blessed thing that God has given us. A blessed process. It surges you forward. Allows will surge you forward. You see, Allows will make you look like you have done the thing for many years and you are just starting. It surges you forward. Hallelujah. It is different from now that you are beginning to learn something. On day one, you have experience because you are copying. Because you are copying. Hallelujah. You see, this is how someone gets to operate at a certain level even though the person just started doing the thing. Do you understand? That is how someone gets to operate at a certain level, even though you just started. This is the wisdom that God has given to us in the United Denomination. This is the wisdom. This is the wisdom that God has given to us. That you find a young pastor that is ministering, and you know, one day in this church, a pastor came here, 
And then he came with someone and then he was sitting here. And then at the end of the service, I was talking to him. I think I was sharing, I was sharing a message about Adam and Eve and the apple. And then at the end of the service, he says, how long have you been a pastor? He says, how long have you been? He says, I've read this. I've read this scripture. But I never understood it like that. Where did I get it from? I got it from someone who has lent it, who is good at it, and I copied from him, and I poured it out, so I am standing in front of him. I look like some wild old pastor. Alos! Alos! Another of the same kind. Do you understand? You see, the beauty of Alos is that, you see, when you copy, you see, when you copy and you are walking down the street, people look at you and they say, wow, she's beautiful. Look at the hair. They don't think of, oh, no, no, no. She copied from, um, what's the woman that just got married to the, Megan, Megan Merkel. Oh, no, no, no. She, no one says that. She copied from Megan Merkel. Megan Merkel's mother. That your hair is from <laughs> Megan Merkel's mother. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Do you understand? They look, they see a beautiful, ah, wow, look at that woman, beautiful. That's the beauty of our laws. Do you understand? And this is what has surged us forward. That is what has surged us forward. That we are, we are become, we become our laws of a great man of God that God has chosen for our generation. Our losses. And we are not ashamed. Amen. Ah, how would I have become a pastor? By listening to a great man of God. Listening to a great man of God. Taking his book. Have I written a book before? But I'm sharing a loss. With, are you not blessed? You are not blessed. Oh, don't tell me you are not blessed. Gifty, are you not blessed from what I'm sharing? Bridget, are you not blessed? A loss. Another of the same kind. Do you understand? So when, 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 you see, and the person that I'm copying from, he's also not ashamed to say that I have copied from others. I have copied from others. And you see, the point says, it says, and a loss is advantageous because you are becoming something that is already successful and working. And you add to it. You add to it. That is why he has searched forward in ministry. He has searched forward. Compared to others who are struggling. They are trying and experimenting. You see? They are because of pride. You see, there are so many people that have gifts. You see? But when God gives you a gift, you need a map to also arrive at where God wants to take you. Do you understand? You need a map to arrive at. When I give you an address, when I give you an address, you go to a place and I give you an address and I say, okay, this is the address. Come there. You also need something to guide you. Whether it is GPS or MapQuest or something to guide you. Something that says, take left, take right, move here. Something that will guide you, but you can also say, no, 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 no. I will find my own path. Do you understand? 
and it will take you long or you may never get there you'll be lost and then you'll be frustrated you see so there are so many people that is why the scripture says many are called but few are chosen many are called there are many that are called but they don't have a map they don't have a map they don't have the direction to arrive at where God wants them to be and so the greatness it is not coming out but if you become an alos, if you can become an alos, you have the humility to become an alos and copy, copy from something that is working already, something that is successful. And you say, what you are doing is what I'm going to do. That is why, that is why you heard a testimony about some guy who was a shepherd in one of our branches and he went to another place. He went, he left he went to another church and he had an opportunity to share something and then he took a book, one of Bishop's books. And then he opened the book. He didn't open the book. He memorized the book. <laughs> he memorized it. He memorized them from home and then he goes and then he starts. And then he will memorize the thing that someone has written. I wasn't there when someone heard a voice say, from now you can teach. I was not there. Was I there? I was not there. I wasn't the one that somebody said, from now you can teach. But am I teaching you? Oh. I'm teaching you. Hello. I'm teaching you. I'm teaching you. It is a pre-blessed process. It is a pre-blessed process. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. A pre-blessed process. Another of the same kind. Alos. So by us listening and listening to this great man of God, we are also preaching. And you can also preach. If you will be humble to listen. 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 And come and preach. Be an alos. Preach the same thing. The same. It's scriptural. Say the things that you have heard of me. The same. The same. Alos. Alos is a pre-blessed process. It is a scriptural thing. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. It's the same. Hallelujah. So, alos is something that God has ordained for us to be blessed. Amen. Amen. Number three. Let me give you this last one, maybe. Let's see. Number three. He says, becoming an alos saves you from the disadvantage of having to create a new name. Becoming an alos. Becoming an alos saves you from the disadvantage of having to create a new name. A new name. Do you see? There are certain names. eh? When you carry the name, doors get open for you. (laughs) Do you understand? (laughs) Oh, it's a blessed name. That's it. Your children will carry great name. And doors will be open for your children. Amen. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. It says, 
Making a name is not easy. That is why names are sold as franchises. Do you understand? Names are sold. This afternoon I heard that um, that lady was the one that the women are carrying all their bags. Kate Smith. Kate Spade. She died. Kate Spade died this afternoon. She, I, don't, I think she committed suicide. We don't know. Yeah. So all the bags, we have to take them. <laughs> Including the, um, the one they sell on 18th Street. <laughs> Amen. So if you have one, hold on to it tightly. Because I think um, they are going to be very expensive very soon. No new designs. But I think she sold the company before she died. Isn't that so? Yeah. Hey, you people, you know things. Me too, I know something. (laughs) Amen. Is that where she was? She was in Trump Towers. (laughs) Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. It says, names are not easy to make. They are difficult. And so when someone has made a name, they sell the name. They sell the name. They sell the name to put on your tag, to put on your thing to sell it. Because names are not easy to make. And it doesn't matter where you make it. You can make the thing in Malaysia or Vietnam or Kenya. You can make them in Kenya or make them in Ghana. And you put that person's name on it. Nobody looks at where it was made. Have you looked at where, what are some of the designer Gucci? Have you looked at where you look at, say, oh, this one Gucci made in China, so I don't like it. Is that so? It's still Gucci. Ask your neighbor, do you know Gucci? You don't even know Gucci. <laughs> you see, names are not easy to make. Names are not easy to make. And so people make names and they sell the names. They sell the names. And you can carry a name, you can carry a name and it will set you forward. Do you understand? So it means you can make anything, but once you put that name on it, it will sell. It will sell. You see, a good name is one of the most valuable things on earth. Becoming another of the same kind means you are another with the same kind of name. Amen. So you know someone who has made a name and you look at how the person does things and then you are following. By the time you realize you also have a name. I said by the time you realize you also have a name. Amen. By the time you realize you also have a name. So if you look at that woman's bags, and you begin to also make bags like that. By the time you realize, we call your bags Sheila. <laughs> Sheila Spade. <laughs> yeah. Sheila Banson's bags. Then you say, ah, but who is Sheila Banson? You say, I will see everybody's buying them. And they don't know how, but they look at the bag, they look like Kate Spade's bags. Do you understand? Yeah. Another of the same kind. Another of the same kind. 
Hallelujah. So he said, when you do not mind the association, you can truly benefit from becoming an alos. You can benefit from an alos. If you don't mind, you can really benefit from an alos. Amen. You see, right now, if I, I send one of you here and I say, okay, why don't you go and start a church another part of the city? You see, it will be easier for you to at least get the church going as long as it's carrying the name of Lighthouse. Do you understand? Versus you come up with another name that no one knows. Do you understand? Because a name has been made already. And when people are looking, there are some people here, they say, I came and then I Google and I find Lighthouse and I came to the Bronx. Is it not how? You see? So if our church here was called Dominion over all things ministry. Would you have come here? Yeah. But name, name, it surges you forward. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? And the last one before we go home. Before we go home. Becoming an alos makes you humble. Becoming an alos makes you humble. It says it takes humility to admit that you are not an original. When people are impressed with your ministry, it is not easy to reveal that your message is not original. You see, and it says, when people are impressed with your style, it is not easy to reveal that you learned it from somewhere else. Thank God for the humility that becoming an allows gifts. You see, I believe that this is one of the main inherent spiritual reason for allows. Humility. Do you understand? I believe this is one of the main spiritual inherents of alos, becoming an alos. Because humility is attractive to God. And I believe this is the reason why alos brings such blessings. You know, in James chapter 4 and verse 10, the Bible says, humble yourself. Humble yourself in whose sight? In whose sight? You see, it's in the sight of God that you can humble yourself. You, you don't humble yourself before men. Whenever you make any effort to humble yourself before men, it is not real. It is not real. Do you understand? It is not real. Whenever people are humbling, oh, reverend, oh, reverend, oh, oh, reverend, you know, I mean, leave those people two seconds and then you see them with their friend or something that they are not happy about you realize that that person is another, the same person. Different. Different. So, it is only before God that you can humble yourself. And the Bible says, if you humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, he will lift you up. And alos is a great way of humbling yourself. Do you understand? It's a great way of humbling. It's very humbling. It's very humbling for you to pick up somebody's book and then you are just preaching from it. It's very humbling to say that the message that I have is from here. It is hum- this is one of the reasons why our father has been searched forward. Because he tells you, this thing that I'm sharing, I got it from here. This, I got it from here. You can, you can go and listen to it. And then when you listen to it, you also cannot preach it like that also. Because you see, that humility, it makes God lift you up. 
Whenever you humble yourself, God lifts you up. And so, alone is a great way of humbling yourself. It is a great way of humbling yourself that God can bless you. Amen. Amen. That is why Allah brings so much blessings. It brings so much blessings because humility is beautiful in the eyes of God. Humility is attractive to God. Whenever you, you humble yourself, you attract God towards you. You draw God nearer to you. Whenever you are, I mean, So the more you are copying and you are not ashamed and you are copying, you attract God towards you. You attract God. Anyone who humbly copies is blessed. Anyone who humbly copies. But you see, the problem is that there are some people, they copy, but they don't want anyone to know that they are copying. They copy, but they don't. That is why, you, you see, somebody has cooked his food and, or her food and you want to cook some. Instead of, uh, you know, let the person know that the thing that you cook is what I'm trying to cook. You cook it and then you try to add or something and change it to make it different so that they don't know that it is yours. Then the thing is spoiled. Because the idea behind it is not, it's evil. It is not, it's not, it's not godly. It is not godly. Do you understand? It is not godly. There are some people who have humbly, humbly learned from others. And today, they have searched forward. Today, they, they have moved forward. There are people who have humbly learned how to cook from others. And today, when they cook food, you can eat it. You can eat it. Oh, yes. And they know how to cook more than one food that they have known all their years. Today, they can cook different kinds of food. By humility, by humbly learning. You see, that is, that is what is going to set you forward. Let me tell you, pride will not get you anywhere. Pride puts you in a place where you are being opposed by God himself. And it is a bad place to be. It is an evil place to be. To be proud. To be proud. You know, it's like you are, you are opening a door. You want to enter and God is standing behind the door. The Bible says that when he stretches forth his hand, who can put it down? And that is a person that is opposed to you because of pride. But at loss, it makes you humble. It makes you humble. It is okay to say, sister, this dress is very nice. Where did you buy it? You know? But you also buy this. You look at the thing, you buy it. And then you don't want the person to know that you are copying. So you don't wear it to church. You want to wear it to a place where she will never see that you have bought it also. And when you wear it, it's not nice. It is not nice. Because you are hiding it. You are not humble. It's not nice. It's not nice. You're doing the hair. You say, I like your hair. Do it the same way. Now you want to now take, take some few and then bring it around your face so that it looks different and then he doesn't, she doesn't know that you're copying from me. And then once you bring it, your face looks like a cat. Put your hands together and let us bring the service to a close. Alos, it's a great blessing. God has blessed us with Alos. What a blessing that God has given us. Blessing. We are not ashamed to copy. We are not ashamed to copy. Alos. What a blessing. 
What a blessing. What a blessing. Father, we are thankful yeah, and grateful thankful, Lord. for your great blessings. We thank you, Lord, for blessing us with this great wisdom, the wisdom of Allah. We thank you, Lord. Give us the humility to copy. Humility to copy from others. Humility to learn from others. Humility to reproduce what others have done before. Because you said there is nothing new under the sun. There is nothing new. What has been done, it is that which shall be done. There is nothing new under the sun. We glorify your name. We give you praise. We give you honor. In the name of Jesus. For, for this great blessing. For this great wisdom that you have shared with us. We pray Lord, give us the humility to copy. Humility to be another of the same kind. Father, it is a principle of your creation. Therefore, give us that knowledge. Give us that understanding of this great wisdom. In the name of Jesus. We pray for the grace to follow, to copy, to learn. The humility to copy. The humility to be of another, the same kind of what has been done already. And Lord, you say, when we do this, you bless us. You cause us, you cause us to search forward. When we do this, you cause us to move ahead, to move forward. We are thankful, Lord. We are grateful for this wisdom. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, with all eyes closed and every head bowed, you are here this evening. You are not born again. You want to give your life to Jesus. You are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Christ. I want to welcome Jesus Christ into my life. If that is you, if you want to give your life to Christ this evening, with all eyes closed and every head bow, just slide up your right hand. Just slide up your right hand and I'll pray with you. You are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to give my life to Christ. I want to welcome Jesus Christ into my life. I want to be a born again Christian. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to receive the salvation that Jesus gives. If that is you, lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Anyone here like that? You do not leave this place if you are not born again. Do not leave this place. There may not be another opportunity for you to receive Christ. You are saying, Pastor, pray with me. Is there anyone here like that? Why don't you all join me and say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you rose again on the third day. Lord Jesus, I come before you with a heart of repentance. This evening, please forgive me of all my sins. Please wash me with your precious blood. Lord Jesus, tonight, I welcome you into my life. Be my Lord. Be my master. Be my savior. From tonight, I will serve you. I will follow you. So, Lord Jesus, please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. 
Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.